Many of you may be aware that I started my ministry in youth ministry. And in youth ministry, you find yourself attending lots of events. Some of my favorite events were Friday night football games. And I really enjoyed the homecoming games when everybody would come home. And one of my favorite parts of the homecoming game would be when the maids would come out on the field and they would announce each maid so-and-so from this grade. Some of her favorite hobbies are such-and-such. And almost every maid that was announced, they would announce, and so-and-so is a member of such-and-such church. And I always thought it was interesting that everybody has a home church. And I also found it interesting that there were times where people would be announced as members of the church that I was serving, and I had no idea who they were. And I started to wonder, as I realized that, and we've used this phrase before, but that everyone was a member somewhere. We all talk about, oh, I don't have any friends that aren't members at something church. But my question still arises, have we decided that membership is sufficient? Now, don't mishear me. Membership is important to a church. When, when we come together and we're members of the body and we're encouraging one another, we're living in community with one another, we're pressing each other forward in our call. But... Jesus never calls anyone to be a member. As a matter of fact, as we, if we look at Luke 9, we hear that he calls us to something deeper. And he says, As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And this is in Luke 9, beginning in verse 57. And Jesus replies, Foxes have dens, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And he said, Neither. And he said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And still another one said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. To which Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service in the kingdom of God. Jesus calls us to be disciples to be followers. You see, the danger with simply settling for membership is that too often in our world and in our churches, we define and redefine what members mean. And who's in and who's out. And we say things like, oh, well, they haven't been here in a couple of months, so we can take them off, right? That we don't have to count them, right? Oh, well, they upset us, so they must not be members here. They're not welcome here. But what we hear in our text this morning is that we are called to focus on the leader, not the title. In Hebrews 12, 2, it says, Looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. We're called to look to Jesus as we pursue discipleship.
It's a call that says, don't just believe in me, but believe me. Believe what I proclaim. Don't just believe that I existed. Believe that believe that I've got, but actually believe the words that I that I proclaim. Believe what I call you to. Follow me. Be my disciple. And disciple is this term that we use in the church so often. It's overused sometimes, but I think it's also can be misunderstood. In Jesus' day, they said that you can tell who someone's was a disciple of because they were covered in the dust from their rabbi's feet. Now this may be from sitting at their feet and learning or from following so closely wherever they led that literally as the dust kicked up from their feet, it caked on to you. But nonetheless, what it is a call to remember is this. Never, never settle for being learned, but always be a learner. And I think this is where this term, where the idea of membership can kind of hurt us sometimes if we look at it as a destination to be achieved. Oh, I've got it figured out. I've done what I'm supposed to do. And the call to Jesus is follow to keep going, to keep pursuing, to keep growing. So are you following Christ? Are you asking Christ to follow you and what you do and say, God, just tag along. Let me show you what it means to be a member here. Many of us are familiar with 1 Corinthians 11.1 1, and we feel that we're living it out where it says, Be imitators of me as I imitate Christ. But so often, many of us, we stop at this idea of being an imitator of me. Follow me. And lose sight of the fact of what we're actually called to do, which is follow me as I follow Christ. You are not the example. I am not the example. We are not the ones being pursued. We are not the focus here. A disciple is not a perfect man or a perfect woman, but it is one who has chosen to follow, to seek out, to pursue the perfect example set through Christ. My fear is that if we're not careful, we will settle for being a good example over following the example. Jesus proclaims that he is the example in John 14 where he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Pursue after me. Follow me. Follow, growing up, when we would play, uh, in, at, play at recess, follow the leader. And it may just be where I grew up, but nobody wanted to be the follower. Everybody wanted to be the leader. And I think too often in our own spiritual life, we do the same thing. Just look at me. I got it figured out. Come to me. I'll tell you what, what's right. Ah, oh, Jesus wouldn't like that. Jesus doesn't agree with that. Jesus hates that. And we start to speak for Jesus instead of allowing Jesus to speak through us. Jesus is the example set for us to follow. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus doesn't grade on a curve. And neither should we. You know what I mean by grading on a curve? We're like the person with the highest grade, they just get bumped up, and everybody kind of gets a little bit bumped up. 
Uh, you're good enough. In our spiritual life, we should never settle for good enough or better than. I'm better than them. I'm better than that. I'm better than. But the call to be a disciple, is, it's not a call to compare ourselves to others, but to compare ourselves to the example of Jesus Christ. And that's a whole new lens for some of us to look through. As we have to be honest with who we are and where we find ourselves, not in comparison to our next door neighbor or to our friend down the street, but to the example is set in Jesus Christ, then we all have work to do. Being a disciple is a call to realize that we are fully reliant on God. We're like a newborn who needs a parent to feed them and take care of them in all aspects. And if we are that reliant upon God, then we have no room to think of others as less than. Because they are just as reliant upon God as we are. And so the example that we are setting is the example that points them to the one that can provide Instead of saying, we've got it figured out. The call to be a disciple is a call to humble yourself. I'm not the example. God's the example. I don't have it figured out. I'm continually growing because I'm not where I need to be. But by the grace of God, I'm striving to be better today. It's to realize we're not as good as we would like to believe sometimes. It's a call to follow Christ. And, and as others may see us following Christ, that they'll choose to do the same. It's a call to get dusty. To have the dust of God caked upon us. I'm reminded of, the, of when Jesus was talking to his disciples and he said, go and share. And if you go into a home to share the good news and they don't receive it, just shake the dust off. The thing is, is we're getting dust on us one way or the other. We're either following the world or we're following Christ. The call to be a disciple is to say this day, I choose to follow God. I choose to follow the example set in Christ. I choose to humble myself and realize that I'm not the example and I am not good enough, but by the grace of God, I'm not where I was. The call to be a disciple is to continue to learn and grow and never settle for good enough, but always strive to be better than you were the day before, not better than someone else it's a call to be more and more perfected in faith each and every day amen